Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Yeah, I do. I thank God for it every day. Every day. I try to remember that, too. You know, I, I try to remember to be grateful. You know, uh, I think gratitude uh, is, you know, one of the things that helps uh, keep me grounded. You can go as far as you want in life if you don't mind who gets the credit. Well, that applies to God too, don't it? I mean, you know, really, if you don't mind who gets the credit. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm surrounded by uh, very competent people. Uh, I'm surrounded by a lot of people who work hard uh, on their jobs, on their career, who are dedicated, uh, you know, employees and, and, and also just dedicated to their families and, you know, you know, dedicated to their own set of aspirations. I don't expect anybody to work for me, you know, forever. I, I always look at my job opportunities as stepping stones uh, because I, I want everyone around me really to aspire to be more. I mean that's that's really the way I am. I'm 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 not any other way. I'm not trying to hold you to this position, uh, you know, tell you there's no room for growth, uh, any of that. Uh, but even though I'm surrounded by these people, uh, I'm grateful that God placed them in my path, in my life, but in my mind in my spirit, in everything in me, the credit still belongs to God. 
I'm sorry. The credit still belongs to God. See, if you would just for a moment stop thinking about yourself, just for a moment, I know that's hard, but just for a moment, stop thinking about yourself and realize that maybe you are who you are because God is who he is. Maybe that's the case. Have you ever considered that? You know, that's that's the strongest possibility I can give to you. You know, how do you think you the, you the one that made it through? How do you think you the one after all of the ignorant decisions we have made? And oh my goodness, let's all be honest, ain't we made some ain't we made some crazy decisions? I'm talking about man, I have made decisions so adverse to my destiny and career. My my promises. I've made some decisions, man, to knowingly, you hear me? Knowingly do something wrong. And in spite of all that, I'm still here standing. Okay, come on now. Really? 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 All the dirt you done done. Everybody done dirt. All the mistakes you've made. You in the position you in today. Because of what? Because you all that? What? Because it's about you? Because you work harder than anybody else? Look, I work hard. I'll be the. I'll tell you in a minute. I work hard, but I don't think I'm the hardest working person out there. I'm pretty sure somebody done worked way harder than I have. So okay, so you work hard. Okay, cool. I got all that. But man. What about his grace and his mercy? What about his favor? How many times, man, you done relied on that even when you ain't know you was relying on it? How many times, man, God done shown you mercy? You ain't even deserve it. You know, you do you know how many things I've done wrong? I just ain't get caught at it. Look, man. <laughs> You know, um, let, let me see how simple I can be here. You speed, you jaywalk, you cut in front of people in line, um, you lie to police when you get pulled over that you wasn't speeding, you go to court and argue you wasn't speeding when you was. Um, you make U-turns. I'm just doing traffic violations. Um, now let's get off traffic for a second. Let's get on human violations. You talk about people when you're not supposed to. You indulge yourself in gossip even when you don't really have all the facts. You pass judgment. You lust for people that don't belong to you. You say things to people that you're not supposed to say. So, look, all of us, we all, we all guilty now. See, I'm I'm pretty sure if, if you, I'm not saying you do all of that, but I'm saying I'm pretty sure I hit you somewhere in there, just somewhere in there. You done lied before, you know. You lied recently. I mean, come on. I'm just saying. So with all that in mind, see, I'm just looking at the little things that we do that we don't get busted for. 
not to mention the chips you stole when you was a kid and nobody caught you. Well, that elevated, didn't it? And some of y'all just didn't stop stealing. And next thing you know, you was in a car. Now you're sitting somewhere you don't want to be sitting because of a decision you made. But through his grace and mercy, couldn't it have been worse, though? Without his grace and mercy, could not it have been worse? I know two dudes that got caught in the garage one time trying to break in somebody's house, and the person in the house they broke into just happened to have a gun and held them in the garage, caught them, and held them to the garage to the police came. That's grace and mercy right there because they had all full right to shoot these two people, but they didn't. They're grace and mercy. See, all of us have benefited from his grace and mercy. All of us have done a wrong, committed a sin, broken a law, and somehow through his grace and mercy got by. Doing drugs, buying drugs, slanging drugs, doing something, got by. Jumped on somebody for no reason, got by. You know, so see, how you figure with all that that can go on in your life? And then hold on, let me throw a couple more at you. You can't wake yourself up in the morning. Mr. Big Shot. You don't have the ability to control the breaths that you take. Really, Mr. Big Shot. Really. Let's get real basic with it now. You can't wake yourself up in the morning. That's favor. That's grace. That's mercy. That's him allowing you to wake up. Just hoping we get it right. You know, God spared me through all the dirt I was doing, just hoping one day, man, can you just straighten up a little bit? When I finally straightened up, and I'm going to just say it, straightened up a little bit. See, I ain't straightened up all the way. See, I ain't going to sit here and tell you that. I just straightened up a little bit. He started blessing me. So the more blessings I got, I started going, man, maybe I'll try straightening up a little bit more. So I straightened up a little bit more. Now, I still got a long way to go, but I'm straighter than I was. Now, when people judging me, and as they will, and they do, because that ain't right, but they do, and I ain't walking just the way they walk, then here come the criticism. I get it all the time. Stop wanting credit all the time and give out some credit where credit is due. Instead of get, having somebody patting you on your back all the time, why don't you tell God, tell people it was really it was God, man, that you don't really know how you made it, that really, man, you have no explanation for your success, or you have no explanation why you still exist in the day. Why don't you tell somebody it was God today? Don't be ashamed. It's the truth, ain't it? I mean, really, man, let's give God some credit here. Give God the credit and the glory and the honor. And like that plaque said, you can go as far as you want in life if you don't mind who gets the credit. All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, it's another great day. Steve Harvey Morning Show kicking it all off. Good morning, everybody. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Steve. What's up, Junior? Morning up. Tommy Tom. Filthy rich uncle. Yes, sir. Oh, you haven't said that in a while, Tommy. Yeah, I've been a man. He still, he didn't get richer. Yeah, sometimes you have to remind <laughs> him and us. <laughs> he didn't get richer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, who forgot? <laughs> Y'all must have forgot. Yeah, he just hasn't mm-hmm. said it in a while. Y'all yeah. must have forgot. <laughs> All good. Y'all must have forgot. That was my jam, Roy Jones mm-hmm. Jr. Y'all oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Roy Jones, you sure did. Well, that was a jam. Y'all must have forgot. 
My girlfriend texted me the other day, asked me, have you seen the um, Geico commercial with the camel that says it's hump day? Well, uh, you just, she just not she, she just texted me that Man. the other day. I was like, yeah. <laughs> that commercial. Yeah, that's exactly right. Guess Man. what day it is. Come on, come on. That's it. Say it. Bothersome <laughs> ass camel. I Man. love it, dude. Camel. Big what? knock knee dude. Man walk just like my sister. <laughs> oh, knock knee. <laughs> that's terrible, Steve. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> now, if you're knock kneed, you're pigeon toed or what? You're what? What are you? Pigeon toed. No, you just knock kneed. Now you can be both of them, though. Well, okay. uh, you know, uh, pigeon toed and knock kneed. Man, you ain't even gonna be able to walk. <laughs> be stepping over a foot. Yeah. You're gonna have to buy some steel. You need shoes. You need new yeah. shoes every month. <laughs> you're killing them. Yeah. Oh man. So what he do? What he do to, uh, yesterday? Did I miss anything? He being <laughs> the president. You well, know. Yeah. who you think I'm talking about? <laughs> well, let me tell you this. He in Vietnam with your boy, uh, Kim, Kim Jong-un. Mm. He's getting ready to watch it's, Michael it's, Cohen testify you know, today. Yeah, I've actually, I've, uh, you know, uh, fallen in love with him. Yeah, he said yeah, that. Yeah, said yeah, that. yeah, yeah. With yeah. a dictator. That's what he it's, said, It's huh? something wrong with this dude, man. Man, something seriously <laughs> wrong <laughs> with that statement. Ain't no my buddy and me. <laughs> so today, uh, Cohen is testifying today? Yeah, he public testified hearing. yesterday in private. Today it'll be uh-huh. public. Then he'll testify again tomorrow. That's private. But what he's saying he's going to call him out, call Trump out as a racist, a cheat, a con man, all of that. He's prepared, you know. I wonder if he's going to plead a fifth, though. That's what he plans on saying that. I wonder if Who? he's going to. Cohen. Cohen. I don't think he's going to plead a fifth. He ain't finna plead no fifth. He's going to jail. Get out. <laughs> He go, he go to jail. Ain't, ain't no more fifth. You do fifth, eighth, third. That's the Constitution. No, you, no, it don't matter. He can't plead the fifth. He going to jail. He ain't over here to... He, he trying to take some people with him. Yeah, he just he wants got, to have his day in court because he does not like the way the president did him, disowned him after yeah. being his attorney and fixer for 10 years. Then he turned his back on him. Yep. He oh. did that. We'll yeah. see. Mm-hmm. So it'll be, um, House of Cards has nothing on this. That's all I'll say. All right. uh, (laughs) Coming up at uh, 32 after the hour, we're going to do a version of Ask Steve. Get ready, Steve. Yeah, we'll do it right after this. Yeah, let's make it happen. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. As promised, it is time to Ask Steve. You ready, Steve? Yeah. All right, I'll I'll kick it off. Let me ask you this. What's the one thing that uh, you just love doing right now? I'm talking besides golf and and smoking cigars and everything, but what makes you really happy right now? Uh, Mm. My my yearly vacation. Okay. You look forward to it. Vacation that my wife and I take every year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the most relaxing, rewarding. It's it's our gift to ourselves for a year of labor. Nice. And just nice. you two without the kids and, and everything? Well, you or? know, we had the kids on it for a week last year, and it was really nice, man, because uh-huh. my kids are, have grown up, man. It was, like, amazing. They were talking about going to all these clubs, and every night they went, nah, we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and it was just nice to watch them grow up mm-hmm. in front of your face, you know. Yeah. And we had mm-hmm. some interesting conversations. We had some real, real conversations with each other. And so it was really nice. It was revealing. But that's my favorite thing to do. Okay. Carla? All right. 
I got a question. So where do you go to think, Steve? You know, you're always hmm. on. You're always working. You know, uh, radio, TV. It's a couple of things. Uh, out in the backyard, I have a special place in the backyard. I go to do some thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also uh, I do my morning meditation at my desk mm-hmm. in my office every morning. I read my scriptures. I go over my motivational talks and phrases. And a girl at work gave me a Jesus is calling leather bound daily, you know, daily bread type format. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, where you yeah, read like your different. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of devotional. She gave me one yes. that was really, really helpful to me. And it's going on. And uh, there's a show coming up on the Steve Harvey show that's going to be very show. powerful. I had a woman on today who I had bought on as a gospel singer. Her name was uh, Denise, that Denaeus Pace from the original gospel group, the Pace oh, Sisters. Oh, the Pace Sisters. Uh-huh. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Uh, she was a special guest. And man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, it was service. It was a blow dog. It was an incredible moment. It had nothing to do with the singing. Wow. Okay. Her and our conversation. God sent her to me today. Oh, nice. He hmm. said, I even told her, I said, I know I'm supposed to be here to help you get your career started. I said, but you came here for me today. Very, what very nice. emotional interview. Wow. All right. Very emotional interview. All right. Junior, what you got? We're doing right. Ask Steve. All right, Unc, uh, let me ask you this, Unc. Uh, what is uh, your favorite word? Just a word you mm-hmm. just okay. love. Uh-huh. Right after, y'all going to answer that right after he said some religious I stuff? I know. Talk about the Lord. Just, just favorite word. Not, 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 I know not that. Better not sit here and lie to him. Motivational word then. And, oh, and, and, it, and it could be that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we may need to get the beeper ready for the prank call. Well, you know what? Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess I don't know my favorite word. Say it. Yeah. 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 yeah we'll be you here. and Samuel Jackson got the same word. I don't know why you up here. I don't know why you waiting. So oh no! Oh no, man. That's not my favorite word. Not 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 the big thirteen letter one. No, that's not my favorite word. It ain't even. Oh. Like, well, I've used it. Yeah. You've used it more What's than anything. Favorite? My favorite word, it really, is not going to be, it's not for radio. Okay. Huh. Okay, let's oh, move on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, Tommy, what you got? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, don't you run tried, over that. Junior, you tried. Don't y'all I run did. over that. Well, you know, let's okay. at least you find out what letter it's He said it's not with. for radio. We're Off on air. the we'll radio. We're on the radio, Tommy. Tell them, call them. <laughs> Protect the brand. We want to be here tomorrow, Tommy. Yeah, All right, all right. Right. Let me ask him a popcorn question, then. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm working on right. All right, all right. You know what? I got one. Since he been he been eating right, mm-hmm. what's your favorite vegetable? You been eating a lot of them. <laughs> You're on a plant based <laughs> diet. Dude. I like I like vegetables that. though. You know. What's your uh, least favorite then? Cauliflower is one of my favorites. Broccoli. Oh, okay. uh, God, I hate broccoli. Oh, I love oh, mushrooms. Uh-huh. I love. All beans. There's not a oh, bean man. that I don't like. Pinto, lima, navy, white beans, love, black-eyed <laughs> peas, <laughs> snow peas, northern. snap peas, endamame. Oh, man. I Purple hull peas. Man, boy, <laughs> shut up. Green Sweet peas. peas. <laughs> green peas, snap peas. Yeah. Chickpeas. Man, chickpeas, hummus. Yeah, yeah there's hummus. not a bean. I've, I've, there's no, black beans. There's not a bean I don't like. 
What's your that least favorite vegetable? Bok choy. That's your least favorite? But I don't even understand what they do with that. <laughs> Why is it on the plate and you can't chew it? All right, I got another question mm-hmm. for you, Steve. Everybody loves you. I mean, you have so many wonderful, wonderful fans. Yeah. But I want to know what your craziest fan story is. Oh. Your craziest. Quickly, you know. Yeah, you know. No, we can go. Ain't no one, man. I had this lady in Nashville one time. Uh huh. Uh, The show was over. Went Mm -hmm. to a club, and I saw this girl in the club. And oh my God, this girl was amazing. She was. This girl was stunningly gorgeous. Stunningly gorgeous in Nashville. Uh huh. And I was heading over to her. And this girl grabbed me by the arm and said, hey, Steve Harvey. Mm -hmm. I said, hey, baby, how you doing? What's going on? Mm -hmm. She said, all right, come on, let's dance. I said, no, I don't dance. What? No, I don't. I don't go to no clubs to dance. Famous, you ain't never seen me at no club dancing, sure. I've never seen you. (laughs) I told her, I said, no, no, thank you, I don't dance. (laughs) Oh, okay. So I went over and the girl... Well, standing there, as soon as she turned around, she said, oh, my God, Steve Harvey, I was hoping you came over to say it to me. You were so funny tonight. This girl walked up behind me and said, I thought your blankety blank blank said you didn't dance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, liar. Hey, let me tell you, uh, I wasn't even on the floor dancing. You, she like like you I was standing here talking to this girl. Yeah. I mean, but I guess she, she thought that I went over there to ask the girl to dance. That wasn't even on my mind. Man, that woman cussed me out. <laughs> uh, she cussed me out so bad, I actually turned around and said, I ain't asked her to dance. <laughs> you you just yourself. a blankety-blank lie. <laughs> All right, Steve, we got to get out of here. Coming uh, up next, it is the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, and entertainment news, Janet Jackson is heading to uh, Sin City, and R. Kelly's brother, Carrie Kelly, says his brother is sick and he needs some help. Right now, though, the nephew is here to run that prank back. What you got, Neff? Is that the dude that's in jail? Carrie oh, Kelly? The one that... uh, no, he's, he's out, out now. from this yeah, interview. Oh, the one you're talking about that was in the uh, documentary. That was in yeah. all, just uh-huh. turn around with his jail suit on, just right. explaining right. everything. Triple XL. Is, is that who he is? Gary <laughs> Kelly, yeah, that's yeah. him. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right now, the nephew's here to run that prank back. What you got for his nephew? Let's go run it again, Shirley. Slave for a day. Oh, Lord. One day. Slave for a day. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a, uh, Miss Glenda, please. This is she speaking. Uh, Miss Glenda, this is Gary. Gary, I'm with the, um... Black History of Okay. You uh you you participated last year in the in the Black History Parade. Am I right? Yes, I sure did. Uh, okay, I got your name from one of the members on the committee, and we're trying to see if you can actually be of some help for this year's Black History uh for this month. I sure would. Be glad to help. Okay. Listen, um, we're having an auction tomorrow, and wanted to see if you could uh, actually maybe be of some help with the auction that we actually have going on tomorrow. Yes. Do I need to donate anything, or? Well, no. Is that what uh, you need? No, we're not really trying to get some a donation from you this time. We're trying to see if you have some time tomorrow to come out and actually help out with the actual auction. Okay. What time tomorrow? Uh, probably like about nine o'clock in the morning. I can do that. Okay. Now we're asking that you wear something that you'll be comfortable in all day tomorrow, if possible. Okay. Okay. Pretty much an all-day event that we're trying to get you to do. 
Okay. I can be there around nine, but I'm gonna have to leave about four. Well, we'll I tell you what, we'll see what we can, well, how we can work it out. But we, we definitely want you to come and be a part of what we're doing. So, what is it that you really need me to do? Um, well, actually, you know, we, we we got a lot of people doing different things at the, uh, you know, at the auction, you know. So we just want you to come out and be of some help uh, with everything that's going on. Okay. Well, I want to be prepared. So what exactly do I need to do? Work the concessions stand, something like that? No, really what we had is actually you being a part of the auction. Being a part of the auction, such as? Well, what we're doing tomorrow is we have already, we already have 50 people who are signed up. And you would be, you know, uh, one of those people that are, that, are, that are signed up to do the actual. Uh, what it is, is is we're having slaves for a day. And what we're going to be doing is auctioning you off, and somebody's going to buy you tomorrow. And you'll be their slave. Slave for the day. Slave? Uh-huh. Yeah, you'll be their slave for the day. That's what, the, that's what we've decided to do with the Black History <laughs> We've decided I to do. I didn't mean, I, I, don't, I want to participate, but being a slave, no. Okay, but see, what you, but, but, you, I want you to understand that this is a worthy cause, though. You know, I understand we want, you know, it's we, a worthy cause, but I'm not going to be no <laughs> slave. Well, well you, I mean, you don't have to call it a slave. I mean, a, a servant, you know, a, a butler, you know what I mean? Slave, Whatever you want to call servant, it. I'm just saying. Same but, damn thing. No. I ain't going to be no slave. Okay, okay, ma'am, ma'am, Ms. Glenda, what I'm trying to explain to you, this is a worthy call for the black history. And we're trying to get you to be there. Somebody may buy you for $500 tomorrow. No, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Are, 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 you, are, you, are you turning us down for a worthy cause, Ms. Glenda? Yes, I am turning your down. Don't call me with that kind of no more. I mean, I don't understand what, what the problem is. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes we got to repeat history so we don't go back to the history. Sometimes we got to do it again so we don't go back to it. You understand? But here it is, it seems like you you acting like a, a, a house Negro or, or something. Like you too uppity a or house something. Negro. A house Negro. Who's the chairman of, of this? Excuse me? The chairman. Last time I spoke with Mr. Wilson and we didn't have no like this. Okay, and I understand that, but what I'm trying to explain to you is this is something that... I don't want do- you to explain a thing to me. Do not call me with this kind of again. Are you going to show up tomorrow so we can sell you? Do you understand me? Are you going to show up tomorrow so we can sell you? We already have... You're not going to sell me. We sell have you own. listed to be sold tomorrow. Sell your... We've got you listed to be sold tomorrow, ma'am. Can we please I'm make sure... I'm not going to be sold. And you. Do not call here again. Hey, listen, if you don't show up tomorrow, then we will come to your house and sell you there. Come to my house? I wish you would come to my house. Excuse me? Over here if you want to. Listen, I will come there to sell you if you're not going to come out to the auction. Come on to my house. You bad. Come on to my house. Okay, I tell you, and you know what? I need you to do this. You need to start saying yes, sir, and no, sir to me right now. Okay? Kiss I need my... to get you in the, in the frame of That's mind of, of being a slave my... of the day. Okay? I didn't hear what you said. Kiss my black I'm coming to your house tomorrow, and I'm going to sell you in front of your house if you don't come down to the auction tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. You better not bring your to my house. You better not. Do you understand me? I don't march for civil rights. I don't have time for no like that. And we got a for president? you. I understand we got a black man for president, but right now we're trying to raise some money for black history and we need to sell you tomorrow morning. You're not going to sell me, You're not going to sell me, You and don't call my house no more. Do you understand? Do not call. I understand exactly what you're saying. Can I tell you something else? Who else going to be sold tomorrow? Hell no. Don't tell me, 
I, I got one more thing I do need to tell you. What is it? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister. My sister? <laughs> My sister? <laughs> I can't believe that. Uh-uh. I'm going to get her. I can't believe she done did this. Miss <laughs> Glenda, you all right? I'm all right. This is some crazy <laughs> I can't believe this. I'm going to whoop her. <laughs> I'm going to whoop her for this. <laughs> it don't sound like you were going to get sold. No way. <laughs> Hell no. You wasn't getting on this auction block, huh? No. No way. Because <laughs> Miss Linda's been there. I've been at the sit-ins, the marches. I've done some of everything. Yes, ma'am. Well, I tell you what, Miss Glenn, if it wasn't for people like you, we probably wouldn't be where we are today. That's so right. We, we, we show thank you. We show thank you. I just wanted to play a joke on you. Did I get you? Yes, you did. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> I I got one more I got one more thing to ask you. What is what is the baddest and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show with that <laughs> ignorant <laughs> nephew Tommy. We love you, Miss Glenda. Okay, love you too. <laughs> <laughs> Carla, you like it? You play too much, uh, God, nephew man. Tommy. Go, <laughs> go. Where you gonna be? <laughs> Arlington Improv tomorrow night. It jumps off tomorrow night. Arlington Improv. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. One on Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. The nephew is there. And uh, tickets are almost gone. I'm excited. I'm going back to Arlington. Yeah. That's enough. All right. Well, congratulations. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, entertainment news. Janet Jackson is going to Las Vegas, and R. Kelly's brother says his brother is sick. All that coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, in today's entertainment news, Janet Jackson, this is really, really, really good news. She's headed to Sin City. Yesterday, Janet announced her upcoming Las Vegas residency. It's called Metamorphosis, uh, Metamorphosis, uh, which will include a special 30th anniversary celebration of Rhythm Nation. It's been 30 years Ooh, since wow. Rhythm Nation. Hey, great, 30 Janet. years, yeah. 30? Uh, huh? My wife has already told me. We going to that. We'll be ready. Yeah. Make no mistake. <laughs> buying tickets, Tommy. Man, I got to get her tickets to that. She said, we're going to that. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> I thought you knew Janet. That's what I thought. Well, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm going. that's right. I forgot. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Y'all need I'm going to call her, Junior, about the tickets, boy. That's oh, wait. Right. Do y'all need tickets, too? Kuali on the phone. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna need some. Yeah, go ahead and <laughs> yeah. give me some. I'm asking you. You talking yeah. to your friend Janet? That's <laughs> why we I'm calling you, Janet about two tickets. That's it. Well, is she your friend? You yeah. here for? <laughs> <laughs> if you know her like you say, you know her. Yeah. Jackson, I don't bet you can't get the whole front row for us. Y'all <laughs> should have messed around. They ain't gonna be at this thing. <laughs> I cannot believe the Rhythm Nation was 30 years ago. I'm I'm stunned. Wow. Yeah. She's a legend, man. Mm-hmm. She still look good, though. Oh, she, she looks did. great. Yeah, she yeah, looks phenomenal. great. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and still putting out good, great music as Love well. Janet. Yeah. Yep. Well, her residency will kick off in May, but um, okay. if I were you, I'd be like Tommy and get your tickets now. Okay. What hotel, Shirley? Ah, if you so the, friend, um, you would know that. MGM. Shut up, boy! They just put the thing on uh, sale. Yeah. <laughs> I, ain't, I got a texter. 
Go, go ahead, Shirley. You don't know which way. Yeah. You see me asking Uncle Steve what lot he Why do you ask on? these questions? MGM. <laughs> yeah, I said MGM. the MGM, but I wasn't say. sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. MGM. It is the MGM. Okay, good. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Shut up, Junior. And, all right, here we go. In other entertainment news, an upcoming R. Kelly concert in Germany, on the other hand, uh, was scrapped a day after R. Kelly pleaded not guilty to 10 counts of sexual abuse. There was a message from the arena posted on Facebook stating that the April 12th show has been called off. And as we reported uh, yesterday, R. Kelly is out on bail. The judge ordered him to surrender his passport, and he pleaded not guilty to 10 counts of aggravated criminal well, sexual abuse in court. Well, you know, that's... You can't go to Germany. It ain't because of the promoter. They take your passport. You ain't going to go over there. Yeah, it's pretty much a wrap. Yeah, yeah. you know, once they take your passport, you can quit talking to the promoters in Germany. Yeah. You ain't going to the Bahamas or nowhere else. Yeah. You ain't going to know where you can get off no boat and make a run. Yeah, and, and uh, a woman, her name was uh, Valencia Love. She posted the $100,000 uh, bail money for our yeah, Kelly to get out. Yeah, a Chicago businesswoman or something. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Wow. We okay. we don't know who she is. We just, yeah. She's he got a relationship or a friendship we with don't her? Know. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Our mm. Kelly's brother, Carrie uh, Kelly, says his brother R needs help. Take a listen to this interview Carrie did with CBS News. Once he beat that case, I called him and I said, hey, hey, man, you know, God gave you another chance. And his arrogance and, and you know, and, and people not believing different things that he's accused of said, God didn't give me another chance. I gave me another chance. My money gave me another chance. That was their last conversation. Is he a pedophile? I mean, I can't honestly say that for sure. I just know that he has a problem with control. You know, um, I love my brother, you know, he, he, but he do have a problem. And if anybody out there love him, they should want to see him get help. Carrie Kelly says he noticed troubling behavior decades ago when his brother would ask him to, quote, get girls for him at concerts. Are we talking underage girls? I mean, to me, they looked underage. To me, they looked underage. Whew. Boy. Uh, yeah, there is more to this story. Uh, R. Kelly's freedom could be short-lived if he doesn't make a payment on his back child support by next week, March 6th. Well, no. Uh, that's next Friday. You know, he could dog, be locked up dog. again. Hey, man, you, they, they, they coming. They, they, they got the barrels loaded. Yes, sir. What do you need? To do you think? That, do you think the brother is right to to speak out on, on what he believes in? Like, oh, uh, that's tough, man. If it was my brother, I have a problem with it. Cause we brothers. Listen to me. I don't justify nothing this dude did. I don't justify nothing he accused of. I ain't with nothing. I ain't with none of it. But my brother, if my brother was accused of anything, mm-hmm. I, I ain't got nothing for you. Because he my brother. He's my brother. And that's 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 the bottom line. He right. my brother. You're not gonna do you but do brother. you do you talk to your brother though? Oh about hell his yeah. Issue? Hey, dog, dog, what you doing? Oh, I'm snatching my brother up now. Oh, we're going to have this conversation, partner. He said he talked to him. But like he said, hey, man, you know, God gave you another chance, which is real. This, this is the thing I tell people. Here's what God does. Everybody gets the warning shot. Mm-hmm. God shoots us and fires the warning shot. If you do not listen to the warning shot, the next thing he do is he take a little meat off one of your ears with the bullet. 
That's I got. Oh man. If you keep on, the next one is in your teeth. The next one is in your teeth. This one is in R. Kelly's teeth. At the game over. His brother said it best. God gave you a chance. See, God fires warning shots to all of us, man. God is very fair. He don't usually cause you to crash and burn on your first time. Now, we're not talking about your first conviction. Because you got convicted and you got to do some time. That don't mean it was your first time doing dirt. Right. That don't mean it's your first time doing dirt. I'll explain it more when we come back if you want it. All right, coming up at 20 after the hour, Michael Cohen's public hearing and testimony is today. We're going to talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, today Michael Cohen uh, reportedly plans to tell lawmakers before the House Committee on Oversight and Reform in a public hearing that President Trump engaged in criminal conduct while in office. He made racist remarks and took steps to inflate or deflate his wealth for business purposes. Lawmakers, ex- yeah, that's deep right there. That's a lot. Ooh, Michael Cohen lot. going in. Yeah. But, but the, lawmakers expect to question Cohen on the payments, Trump's compliance with financial disclosure requirements, tax and campaign finance law, his conflicts of interest and business practices, the accuracy of Trump's public statements, potential fraud, and more. Woo! That's wow. a lot. Come That's on, a coming lot. out today, baby. Cohen. Yeah, you I need mean, some popcorn to watch this. But but you know what's going to happen? Here's the sad part: the Senate is going to question him and just harp on the fact that he told some lies. He's lying, yeah. But so did yeah. the president. And yeah. it's it's I, yeah. I I I don't know how this guy's going to get away with this, but he Which is. Which guy? Uh, Donald, Donald Trump, Trump. Oh, and yeah. the Republicans. Yeah. He would have to do something so, so wrong where you can't, and you ain't no loopholes to jump yeah. out of for them to turn on him. Right now, they can't turn on him because he's their source of power, yeah, power. position, and money. And yeah. there is nothing to them people, them politicians, that come in front of power, position, and money. Nothing. Nothing. They need oh, all you know, them. the Republicans are going to say, just like you said, Cohen is lying because he's lied yeah. before. Whatever he says, he's got to have, and I don't know the word, corroborating. Evidence. Evidence. Uh-huh. Evidence. Okay. Is that the word? Uh-huh. I guess. He, and so he's he going to come in there with it. Because yeah. when they raided his office and took all them boxes, files, and computers, they got some stuff. He, he's got to be able to prove, back up what he's saying. That's what you're talking oh, about. Oh, he's going to be in there with facts. And we've already seen that he records stuff. Yeah. They want to show he's criminal, mm-hmm. he's racist. And Can- he's a con man. Mm-hmm. He's a cheat. Yeah. yeah. Can I tell you this, how I feel about Donald Trump being a racist? Go ahead. He doesn't know he's a racist because he's from an elitist group of people. I don't know how to Rich people. It's so normal for them. They don't consider it racism. That's why he says, I'm the least racist person you know. Because in his circle of friends, it's normal. Well, it's me- perfectly normal to them. There Meanwhile, no you know, the president is in Vietnam where he's meeting with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. He'll be watching it from there. 
Uh, coming up. Scared <laughs> to come back. Yeah. He had to watch with his boy, huh? No. Coming up at 34 after the hour, fifth graders were told to pick cotton and sing slave songs during a school field trip in South Carolina. Oh, my God. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Fifth graders from Ebenezer Avenue Elementary School in Rock Hill, South Carolina, were on a field trip. Uh, Yeah, they were on a field trip picking cotton while being instructed to sing slave songs, and they were on a field trip doing this. Uh, The song was like, uh, well, take a listen. Take a listen to it. I'm livid right now. I'm African-American, and my ancestors picked cotton. Why would I want my son to pick cotton and think it's fun? I think it's making a mockery of slavery, a mockery of what our people went through. Jessica Blanchard's 10-year-old son, Jamari, says he didn't understand what he was singing, nor did teachers explain how cotton fields were harvested by African-American slaves. Did they talk about how slaves used to pick cotton? No. They thought it was funny. Jamari says picking cotton was part of a game. He thought it was fun. It was a contest. Whoever picked the least amount of cotton had to hold the big sack called Big Mama. All right. Uh, now, what happened here was the parents did. I'm whooping everybody ass down at the school. <laughs> What's and everybody school, ass, who going to wear the cotton at? But the parents signed Wait, nothing. these pre- what permission slips. They did. And, and the, in the permission slips, they mentioned that they were going to be picking cotton. And this was all supposed to be part of a history lesson on the Great Depression. The students were on a field trip to Carroll School. That school was built back in 1929, Steve, for African-Americans. It now serves as a teaching center for fifth graders to learn about the effects of the Great Depression. That's what the trip was supposed to be about. Uh, but the parents sign this waiver? Yeah, but I mean, a lot of times, you know, you sign these. I mean, I say that. Yeah. I said I said that there earlier to Shirley. You know, you get permission slips for field trips. I get them all the time for my daughter. You read, you know, okay, they're going here, they're going there. You might not read every little line in the permission slip. You sign it. You make sure your kid has a lunch or whatever. And maybe they didn't see that part what? of it. That's I'm going to see cotton. cotton, though. I'm going to see maybe, cotton. Maybe you won't. You don't know. No, I'm going to see cotton. My child ain't picking no damn cotton. I'm just saying that the parent may not have seen I got you. it in the You're permission right about that. You're right about yeah. that. But 20 of us? But well, I, I mean, tell you right now, though. I tell you what. I tell you what. What? I bet, I bet that'd be, that be off the school agenda after I come down. If everything was in the history book the way it's supposed to be, you wouldn't have to take nobody on no field trip to explain it to them. At all, but it's, well, it's in the history but books, but, yeah, not, but, it, but it's not. We know that it's not. Yeah, I, I just don't see I, me personally. Mm-hmm. I don't see any value in my child down here picking no damn cotton. None. Mm-hmm. I don't see. And, I don't and that's what the parents. That's mm-hmm. what the parents They're were. Outraged. Yeah, that's why they were outraged. I like about it when you yeah. don't talk back. Yeah, and making a game yeah. out of and things like that. They were upset yeah. about making it fun too. of oppression. Oppression. It, it's, yeah, that's what it seemed mm-hmm. like. See, my father left the third grade to sharecropping. Mm-hmm. Right. Sharecropping was not a, 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 a real system for black people. It was not real. It no, was, just was just enough for you had. to live in this house, mm-hmm. which they gave you for enslaved. It was just shotgun house. Yeah. But it was yours it was now. I had these black ladies on my uh, show this season here who were sharecroppers. 
and they uh, explained the whole sharecropping system, how it's just enough. They would fill up extra bags and not report it and would get paid for the extra bags of cotton. And they saved all their money and bought the white folks' house across the street that owned them, owned the house, put all of them out. This is cold. All right, well, coming up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject, when role-playing goes too far. (laughs) Wait till you guys hear this letter. All right, but right now, it is the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got, Nev? Side job cleaner. Side job okay. cleaner. Okay. Yeah, that's it okay. right there. Side job cleaner. You got the side job? Boy, watch this right here. Hardware store, this is Robbie. How can I help you? Uh, uh, Robbie, I'm trying to uh, get a uh, order in for some construction uh, supplies I need to pick up. That's fine. What's your, what's your company? Uh, Roofing Company. Okay, have we have we done business with you before? No, no, you haven't. This is my first time calling. I heard you guys were pretty good. I appreciate the compliment. Okay, I, I, now listen. Uh, I need to get this as soon as possible, man. Can I possibly pick up these supplies like in the next couple of hours? Uh, well, you know, normally it don't work that fast. It's kind of a quick turnaround. We got a little bit of a backup, but I can I can do my best. It just uh, depends on what you need. Okay, here's here's what I need, man. I need five rolls of duct tape. Okay, that's no problem. That's quick. Okay, I need plastic, man. Listen, if if you was going to wrap up something in plastic that's like about uh, six foot two in height and 200 pounds, how much plastic do you think I would need to wrap to wrap that up in? Okay, just a second. You're, you're asking for plastic, like a roll of plastic? Uh, yeah, but I'm t- I need to wrap up something that's six foot two and like 210 pounds. Uh, I probably would get about three yards, four yards of plastic. Okay, okay, I need to get that. Now, let me ask you this here. If you, if you was going to try to uh, put some cement on that to hold it down, how much cement do you think will hold that down? I'm, I'm a little confused. You, you're running a roofing company, right? Yeah, I'm a roofing company, but I'm doing a little side work for some friends of mine. Oh, okay, okay. I just got a little confused because you told me this is Tyler's Roofing Company. No problem, no problem. We've got cement. Wait a minute, you're, you're, you're trying to hold something down? Trying to I'm trying something? to hold something down. So how many bags of cement do you think I need to hold down something that's 220 pounds? Wow, uh, I don't know, eight bags? Eight bags, eight bags. Eight bags, I would recommend at least. Okay, okay, give me eight bags of cement. Now, uh, this is something else I want to ask you. Do you have anything, any type of cleaner, man, that can get uh, that can get blood, I mean, uh, paint off the floor? Yeah, we got industrial cleaners. I mean, all kinds of industrial cleaners that, well, you said paint? Is it paint or blood? Uh, 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 paint, paint. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've got industrial cleaners of all kinds. I mean, do you have a preference? No, just whatever you could throw in there. I need that. Now, let me ask you this here. Do, do you have anything that can, like, just kill a smell? You know what I'm saying? If, if you know, if you don't want something to smell, you got anything for that? Wait a minute. Did something, did something, did something die in your place? Is this, is this something, somebody, did you, like, is there an animal or something you found? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of confused. You're talking about smell and cleaning up. Did you find some sort of... Animal on a construction Hey, 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 Robbie, listen, man, just take the order. That's all I need you to do, okay? Okay, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I wasn't asking your business. I just was a little concerned. What are we getting, what are we cleaning up, and what are we, I mean, I guess, the, are we cleaning up a tile floor? Are we cleaning up carpet? I mean, what's the what's the cleaner for? What's the, what, where's the odor? Okay, sir, all I'm asking you is do you have something strong enough? Like, do you think ammonia can, can keep a smell down? What do I need to keep a smell down? 
you're definitely going to need ammonia. I mean, so you, you got to get something to just scrub that right down because I mean, whatever that scent is, if it's in your, if it's in the walls, if it's, you got fabrics in that place, I mean, whatever, wherever you got it, you're probably going to have to have a different type of deodorizer, something for the carpet, something for the walls. I mean, I don't, I, I guess, I guess I'm just kind of confused as to as to where the scent's coming from. And, and right, I, I, don't worry about all that, man. Hey, man, listen, just just write down what the order is, okay? I got it. You, I got the five rolls of duct tape. I got the the, the four yards of plastic. I got the eight bags of cement. I got the industrial cleaner. I got the ammonia. I'm I'm I'm, I'm typing it all in. I got I've got your order. Okay, let me ask you this here, man. Do y'all have uh, uh, any type of machete? Anything that's real sharp that can what, cut? What? Okay, okay, hold on a second. Now now you're completely off base. You do realize you call the hardware store, right? I'm, I'm calling the hardware store because I need some supplies, man. I'm doing some job yeah. on the side. I need some supplies. Hey, I get that. You t- you said that already, but what I'm confused about is now you're asking for a weapon. What 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 would you use a machete for? I mean, you're you're talking about uh, uh, what? You, you're going to chop down some 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 brush? I don't I don't I don't get it. What, what's the machete for? Hey man, listen, listen. Your job is to take the order, man. That's your job, Robbie. Don't tell me what my job is. I know what my job is. This is my store, man. Okay, I've been working here a lot longer than you even can imagine. And people don't call up asking for ammonia and, and cleaner and, and, and try to get a smell out. I mean, what? I just, I'm trying to figure out how best to help you. I'm sorry, no, but I'm just trying be, to figure what out. What you're doing, Robbie, is you're being nosy. You're being nosy. All you got to do is fill the order and have it, have it done in two hours when I get there. That's all you got to do. I can't do that in two hours. I, I, I can't even. I, I, I'm a little backed up at this point. I, I'm not even sure I can get this done. Maybe tomorrow morning. How, does tomorrow morning work for you? No, man. I got to get rid of this body. I got to get rid of this package what? today. Whoa, 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 whoa. I need to call. Listen, I need to call the police, man. You just said body. That right there, that's the problem. White people always want to call the police when it ain't got nothing to do with them. Listen, all you need to do is fill the order. Okay, okay. <laughs> you listen. I need to tell you something, okay? And I don't know if you if you found a body. I don't know if you're responsible for the body. Either way, I don't want to be any part of this business, okay? I don't know what you're planning or where you're trying to bury this thing, but you're basically asking me to be an accomplice to something that's none of my business. Hey, I need your name right now, okay? What I'm not. I'm not giving you my name. You said I told, you called roofing. Hey, hey, listen to me. You said you called from roofing company. Are you? I'm not, I'm not, hey man, let me tell you something. Why you white folks always trying to be authoritative like that? Why you always whoa, whoa, whoa. acting like white that? White folks, what the is your problem? It's not about white folks. It's not about purple, green, black, blue, whatever the It's not about white, it's about you asking for That sounds like you're trying to bury a body. Okay, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Are you And you're not What is your name? I need your name. I need your name right now. Hey man, well, first of all, you at work. You're not, you can't, you ain't supposed to be talking to me like this. I don't care if I'm swearing at work. My co- my, 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 my coworkers, the people here, they all know who I am, and they know if I was talking to someone, some piece of you, that I'd be talking like this too, okay? I'm going to trace this call. You hear me? I'm going to trace this call. I'm going to get the cops on your ass and figure out who the you are. Okay, okay. Well, let me let me ask you this. Since you want to know who I am, do you know Marcus? I know Marcus. I know Marcus. He works here. Okay. I know him. Okay, Marcus is who got me to call you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Robbie, you just got pranked by your co-worker, Marcus. <laughs> you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> Son of Marcus, Marcus, I see you over there. I see you, little <laughs> I can't believe that. You son of a Marcus. Why don't you tell me this? 
Steve Harvey morning show. I got you, baby. Hey, I got to ask you, Robert. You got to tell me this, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? (laughs) It's easy. Steve Harvey morning show. (laughs) (laughs) The little side job. You know what I'm saying? He played too. You you getting out of hand with these prank calls? I know these are crazy. Steve, get your job. nephew. I ain't getting that. Quit calling him my nephew. But he yeah, is. That's what he no, is. He's not. <laughs> I done told y'all You've this whole thing him. was an accident. She <laughs> <laughs> left his head right on that box on that damn porch. I told <laughs> you, <laughs> that's not nice. I wasn't on no box. Stop that, man. <laughs> I told you once before. Mm-hmm. What did you say? He was on the box, on the steps. We took him in. <laughs> you nobody took me in. My mama had me. My yes. mom and daddy had me. What did you talk about? Dog, I ain't His say mother. your mom and daddy didn't have you. That You're the same person that told me hot dog water was soup. So let's quit our list oh, about you Lord. showing me. You're right talking about you ain't going to never let hey, that go. Didn't you drink it? <laughs> because you said it was soup. Wasn't it hot? Yes. Perfect. It was, Tommy, it was delicious, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All he it needed was, wrong, was some saltines. Uh, he had ate it for eight years, didn't even know the difference. Oh, you gave him crackers? Yeah, I gave him crackers. <laughs> I told him it was broth. Uh, yeah. All right, we got to get out of here. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is the Strawberry Letter subject. When role-playing goes too far, we'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're reading this one today. And I guarantee you we haven't had one like this. Let's get to (laughs) it. Let's see what we got. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. All right, subject, when role-playing goes too far. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am in my early 20s, and I'm dating a guy that I've known since high school. He was my high school crush, and I always dreamed of being his girl. He had a longtime girlfriend, and they broke up last year. So I made the first move to see if he was interested. He was. And we've been dating for five months now. He is a good boyfriend, and the sex was as good as I thought it would be. Everything about him was pretty normal until recently, when I noticed he had a couple of furry animal costumes in his closet. We were lying in his bed, talking, and I noticed them, so I jokingly asked if they were some old Halloween costumes. He said no, and jumped out of bed to show the costumes to me. He said that the dog costume was his favorite and he loves to wear it during sex. Then he asked me if he could try it out on me. I was so turned off when he put the dog costume on, but I didn't want to let him know right then. I went along with it and it was by far the weirdest thing I have ever done and I was just glad that he did not start barking (laughs) during uh, while we were doing it. Afterwards, it was very awkward, so I just turned turned over and went to sleep. Uh, that was a few nights ago, and we have not discussed this incident at all. I do like him, but this has shattered the dreamy image I've had of him for all these years. I'm not into this kind of weird, kinky thing, and 
I'm afraid he might want me to wear the costumes, wear a costume to bed too. I want to ask him if he plans to keep putting on costumes for sex or if it, or if it was just a one-time thing to see if I'd like it. Or should I just leave him now and find a man that's not crazy? Please help. Oh, man. <laughs> I told you we've never had a letter like this. Okay, I, I got to tell you guys, this is kind of a thing. This is kind of a thing, the whole furry costume thing. Um, you know, <laughs> thing where? They, yeah, Shirley. <laughs> where? In where? certain circles, in they're called furries in furry circles. They have like furry Shirley, conventions. Shirley, ain't none of us never heard of it. Yeah, it's not. I didn't say it was a black thing. I didn't say that. Hey, hey. <laughs> they have furry con- uh, conventions. They have furry parties. All of this kind of stuff. So People, you've been to some of these parties? No, or? I'm not into this. So okay. what you hear about it? Yeah. I I've heard about things like this. I just have. Where? I don't know on YouTube. Oh, you heard about it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I've heard about this. Surely, Sorry. Surely. Ain't no, you don't look just it up. find that ain't no no no. I'm no. Gonna you look had it up. typed that in. Yeah, you gotta you gotta <laughs> type it in. Because I've heard about it before. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll send it. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you see it right now. It's called furry. They're called furries. Uh but I, I, I just can't help to laugh at the help but laugh at this because the visual of him barking in a dog costume. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. I'm sorry. It's just funny. I'm not a furry. I don't think anyone on the show is a furry. Uh, but it, it seems strange, but I don't know. Otherwise, pretty harmless, right? That's all he does is put on the costume <laughs> during sex. I don't know. It's, it is weird. But, I mean, he's not harming you or any in any way or harming himself. Uh, he just well, he's seems, a naked dog, Shirley. He, he just, just seems like to a be naked. a guy who enjoys furry costumes. I'm not judging at all. I don't know. This it's crazy to me. Uh, but he that's all he did. You guys haven't talked about it. You do have to talk about this at some point, and maybe he'll open up to you. I don't know. But if you don't like it, it's okay not to like it. If you're not comfortable, you have to let him know that too. You'd rather not, you know, do with the, do this. You guys have only been together for five months. So, I mean, you know, hey, if you don't like it, it if you don't like it, tell him and move on. If you're not interested in this, it was he was okay up until this point. And if it's a thing with you, it's a thing. It's okay to let him know that you don't like it. Steve. Steve. (laughs) (laughs) You want Steve to do this here? Shirley, I don't even know what to. Hey. Okay. Let Somebody me tell, sent let me, me some pictures of furries. I got that. Yeah, they dress up in furry But I'm not. Like a fetish. Yeah. A furry party. Let me Google this furry. They have furry This girl is in her early 20s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too soon for this. This is too <laughs> damn <a> soon. <laughs> need to introduce this into your sex life when you're in your late 40s or something. <laughs> you don't start this in your 20s. I mean, where are we going with this here? <laughs> First, we got dog costume dinner. Where are we going? We're going to end up with a dog in the room after a while. A real damn dog. Because this, this type of stuff has to graduate. Now, if you starting furry costumes in your 20s, in your 40s, you know, it's like drugs. If you take enough aspirin over and over and over, you're going to need more than two to get rid of your headache. You're going to need more than eight after a while. So if you start with these costumes... Where are we going with this? Now, is we really going to be outside killing deer, wrapping up in real deer skin? Where are we going? 
high school sweetheart. She had a crush on this man. He was dating this girl. They broke up. She wanted to see if he was interested. They was. He's a good boyfriend. The sex was as good as I thought it was. It reminds me of a song. Why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? What? <laughs> Nothing but the dog in me. Nothing but the dog. This is a story about a dog. We know the lyrics. Famous dog. That's all you got, Rhythmic dog. Tommy dog. Excuse me. Anyway, when you notice a couple of fairy animal costumes in his closet. Now, see... This ain't no one-time stop because he got more than one suit hanging in there. <laughs> he got a few, and them ain't costumes. Them is outfits. You jokingly asked if they were some old Halloween costume. He Hell no, they ain't Halloween. Jumped out of bed. Show you the costume. Said the dog costume was his favorite. He loved to wear it doing sex. Boy. <laughs> You should have got your ass up out that bed right there. <laughs> Put your damn clothes home and took your ass home. <laughs> All right, listen, we'll have part two of Steve's oh response God. coming up at 23 after the hour. <laughs> right after this. The subject, when role-playing goes too far. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, let's recap today's Strawberry this Letter. This no recap. This crazy <laughs> when girl dating this fool. They in their 20s. They messed around and had sex with this boy. It was all good. Everything you thought it was good. Then everything was pretty normal till recently. I noticed he had a couple of furry animal costumes in his closet. <laughs> we ended up in here laying in bed one night, talking, laughing. And I noticed him, and I jokingly said that they was, you know, these are some old Halloween costumes. He said, hell no, I jumped out of bed and showed them to me. He said that the dog costume was his favorite, and he loves to wear it doing sex. Hey, well, what what did you say? I love wearing it doing sex. You like wearing what? The dog outfit. You think you finna come over here with me with this hot ass suit on? I love it. <laughs> so, he said the dog costume was his favorite. Then he asked me if he could try it out on me. I was so turned off when he put that dog costume on, but I didn't want to let him know right there, so I went along with it. So you had something with the dog outfit on. <laughs> All that fur. Who you was in there? I know you was hot. <laughs> I went along with it and it was by far the weirdest thing I've ever done. And I was glad that he did not start barking while we was doing it. Afterwards, it was very awkward, so I turned over and went to sleep. That was a few nights ago, and we ain't discussed it at all. I do like him, but this has shattered the dreamy <laughs> energy I had of him for all these years. You didn't know what he was at the house doing. Girl, he got way more. There's a dog suit in there, a monkey suit in there. He's a furry. Yeah, he gonna come out there. He gonna be Caesar from Planet of the Apes tomorrow, next week. Ugh. Then he's gonna be King Kong. Yeah. Then he's gonna come out there. You really ain't gonna like him when he when he come out there with them big ass shoes on and he goofy. 
gonna be some fur. Yeah, you're not understanding. He got he got feathery too. He he gonna be Donald Duck one day. I don't know what to say to this letter. This letter to me is ridiculous. I think it's crazy. I don't have no suggestions for you. If you go to a party, how you know who under there? You just take fur. That's not good. You ain't even supposed to be attracted to the person. You supposed to be attracted to the fur, right? Mm. But you know what? I just think if she, she should use her voice, if you're not into this, then that's not the guy for you. Just, you know. Get out. What, yeah. Everybody's not into stuff like this. He's not for you. Right. She needs someone. He like to wear suits. <laughs> I See, I'm a naked man myself. Right. <laughs> I've done some of my greatest moments have been naked. Mm. Nothing beats naked. I don't even want a sock on. Right. Oh, that's too much. I stick my toe down there on the in, on the uh, inside of my ankle to where that little crease is, yeah. where I can get that other damn sock off. I got some. So, <laughs> I can't be in there. I, I don't want nothing in the way. I need my toes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need my toes. Well, clearly, you're not a furry. No, because I need my toes. My toes grab the sheet. Yeah. Uh-huh. I get uh-huh. a little bit more push when my toes is out. But it's dark in here, Unc, and somebody come in here with this suit on. <laughs> what happened now? Well, somebody going to get their ass Because <laughs> I, I, I don't know who you is, and I don't know why you're in here. And I just said I do my best work naked. Now, I see this first suit in here. I'll probably run out that damn window because I'm going to think it's something trying to eat me. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Bigfoot in here. Yeah. Can't do it. No. It's yeah. horrible. I don't even like this letter. And <laughs> well, Shirley's I mean, right. Know, Leave yeah, him. Just, yeah, if you're yeah. not into it, just, yeah, you don't have to stay around, stick around. and Put up with yeah, it Yeah, you don't have to do it. that. Use your voice, yeah. And if you don't like the suits, he gonna go find somebody who do, even if exactly. y'all get together. Yeah, and it's a show on Viceland. Because them people that get, get that's got fetishes like that, them fetishes is real. Hmm. But ain't you spitting fur out three, four days later? Ain't you steady spitting all that out here? But it, it, it is a show, guys, on uh, Viceland called Furries, Fandom Not Fetish. Yeah. Shirley, you said oh. that. Yeah, it oh. is. Yeah. Hey, ain't nobody finna watch that. <laughs> I, I knew I had, I knew <laughs> they I had doing seen bad it. They doing bad over I knew I had seen it somewhere. I, didn't, I haven't seen the show, but I knew I saw something yeah. about well, furries. The Rangers doing horrible. the thing. I don't know any. I'm not big on white on Vice Land, TV Land, or no other damn land. Netflix. I don't give a damn what it's on. They dress like jaguars and sharks. I wouldn't even wear that uh, movie you was telling me about the other day, Shirley. Which one? What's the name of that movie where the man slept with everybody? Oh, oh man, oh, that's a documentary. Yeah, that's a that's, that's real. Yeah. That's very serious. Yeah, it's serious. Right? And that, I, I don't get now. It may be serious, but it, it, I don't see how it happened. Yeah. Well, he, he slept anyway. with he the little the girl of, in the family. Yeah, it's called the mother and the father. Yeah, it's called abducted in plain sight, and uh, it's a true story. And he was Get just. Get your ass whoopers playing was, sight this, too. This guy was a master manipulator. Master. Surely, surely. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you how he did it to that family. Yeah. There's no way. Mm-hmm. That is not. Really, I don't understand. Back to the letter. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Letter. <laughs> you threw Nobody the- studying this little boy with this damn monkey suit on. Nobody finna do <laughs> it's all a dog this. suit. It's a dog suit, suit, monkey suit, <laughs> cheetah suit. What do you want? You can't come in the bedroom with a damn football suit on for me, let alone damn monkey suit. <laughs> no. She just got a... Yeah. 
if she doesn't like it. Yeah. The yeah. other costume in there was Yosemite Sam. <laughs> just reached. <laughs> that duck. They just furry. Yeah, he got all that mustache. Uh, yeah. Wow. So it's called, yeah, furries. No. You can't be over there talking about boys. Man, Tigger tried to push up over me. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot explain this, man. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Say, man, well, so who are you seeing now, Donald Duck? <laughs> you can't say none of this stuff. Got a little road running in my life. <sighs> This was a Man, different it was, kind it was of was wild at the party last night. What am dog? Well, I got with one. Yeah. Like, who you get with, dog? Bugs, bunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Coming up at the top of the hour, science says women get bored in bed faster than men. Mm, bet you didn't know that. <laughs> we'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody. Uh, here we go. We about to get you healthy. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Okay. We're talking Good. about healthy lifestyles in mm-hmm. 2019. It goes with the song, Living My Best Life. Yes. Come on, boy. I like it. <laughs> I'm living my best life. All right. We ain't got to go there. And it starts within. You may want to shed a few pounds this year. You might want to get more energy this year. You might want to sleep better this year. Well, it's time for you to stop making excuses, everybody, about how you're looking and how you're feeling, and do something about it. Your absolute best, and the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse can help. Welcome back to the show, the CEO of D-Herbs, A.D. Dolphin. What's up, A.D.? Hey. How you guys doing? What up, man? Morning. Oh, he hey. sounds so energetic. I love it. Mm-hmm. So early he in the morning. He sounds clean. Yeah, he, so, he does, doesn't he? Inside and I, I out. I try, I try. <laughs> clean. Speaking of that, AD, we, we know a lot of people have learned how to take better care of their bodies from the inside out, like we just said, with the right. D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse. So is there a recent success story that just kind of stands out to you? Wow, we have so many great success stories, but probably the more recent one, um, there was a young lady, she was 215 pounds, and she really wanted to get off the weight, but the thing was, she was addicted to food. She had actually substituted food for friendships, for family members, everything. Food was her everything. Food was her boyfriend, her relationship, everything. So the thing was it is that like I said, she was addicted to food and, and she couldn't she couldn't kick it. So she did two cleanses back to back. She lost fifty one pounds. She reduced her weight all the way down to one sixty four, changed her complete life. I mean this woman and Steve can confirm this, she looked like a completely different person. You know how you do uh, on TV, they do these makeovers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they show the before picture, and then when the person come out, look like they ain't lost an ounce. <laughs> no, for real. So, yeah, 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 I know done, what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, you know, they done put a, a dress on them with their little dark panels on mm-hmm, the side, and they mm-hmm. can look like, no, this woman came around the corner and killed it. Yeah, she looked amazing. Absolutely. But what I loved is her attitude, though. She was oh, like yeah. a whole different person attitude-wise. She was feeling herself. She had her confidence back. That's what I loved about it, too. Absolutely. Her mm-hmm. energy level changed. Her, Like you said, when you lose a person, you can become a different person. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened to her. That's right. 
So let, let's see. One good way of doing the D-Herbs full body cleanse, we all know, is to do it with coworkers, do it with a friend, you know, team up with a family member so you can hold each other accountable. Tell us why that's helpful, A.D. Well, you know what? Probably the, probably the hardest part about cleansing, especially when you when you have a mate, is the fact that you come back into the house and they're cooking something that doesn't go along with your program. Yes. So that's probably the most <laughs> difficult and challenging Man. thing. Marjorie. <laughs> so you got to find a, a partner that wants to do it alongside with you, yeah. especially when you live together, because it makes it that much easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got people around the nation doing office cleanses, 15 people in one office doing it at the same time, supporting each other. And people are losing tons and tons of weight and absolutely changing their lives and becoming different people. And, you know, I didn't know this, A.D., but D-Herbs has been around for 15 years now? Yes. Really? Yes. 15 years. Wow. And I, I kind of knew this because we do talk about this. You've sold over 4 million formulas. Congratulations on that. That's, That's a lot of backed up people. Yeah. A lot of backed up people right there. That's a city. That's, <laughs> That's amazing, yeah. though. It really, really is. Yeah. So so why do you think That's that... That's Atlanta. <laughs> oh, man. Why do you think that is, though? I mean, why do you think D Herbs has been so successful over the years? The reason is because it works. It's mm-hmm. really, really that simple. You're definitely going to lose between 10 to 20 pounds when you do the DRS full body cleanse. You're definitely going to have more energy, stronger immune system, clearer skin. You can truly, truly change your life. If you follow it to a T and don't try to create your own form of a cleanse okay. and follow our cleanse, uh-huh. you can achieve success. Okay. And the good part about it is that you can still eat on the D-Herbs Full Body yeah. Cleanse, okay? You just have to eat certain things, but you can definitely eat. And if you're looking to get clean and lean, like A.D. and the lady on Steve's talk show, uh, for a better uh, 20 to 19, for a better 2019, then you need to start by cleansing your body from the inside, okay? Let's do this, yeah. people. The D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse will flush out those toxins that are dragging you down. And trust me, I've done it. Uh, Carla's done it. I mean, Steve yep. did Steve it. Did it. Did. Hey, sure, did it. But let me, Kia uh-huh. did it. Kia, yeah, how yeah. much did Junior you lose? Did it. Uh-huh. I lost 22 pounds. Yeah. Ooh. Now, my boy Ruben, he's working with my dude Ruben, my warmer back. Ruben has lost yes. 25 pounds. Ruben looks wow. good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, men yeah. can lose yeah, it like that, though. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah, because yeah. Ruben buttoned his suit, and from behind, it looked like he got on a Home Depot black safety vest. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. <laughs> but D-Herbs will help you lose that toxic waste so you can lose that toxic weight. I love that. Go to dherbs.com right now and get a nice discount at checkout only for our audience, okay? And you can do this by using the promo code RADIO. That's RADIO, R-A-D-I-O. That is the letter dherbs.com, promo code RADIO, or you can simply call 866 866- Four D herbs. That's eight six six four D herbs. Eight six six the number four D herbs. We got a D. Get it out. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> Absolutely. You. you guys have a wonderful morning. All right, guys. Thank you, Ad. That's great. It's almost summertime. Bye-bye. We got to do yeah. this. We we got to get it together. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm working on it. Yeah. You're yeah. always working on it, Steve. Though you are. But anyway, oh, thanks, <laughs> you are, which is a great thing. <laughs> he got upset right there. <laughs> no, was no. that it? 
Was he oh, upset? Shirley, thank, yeah. Thank yeah. you so much, Shirley, for reminding me that I ain't ever got it together. <laughs> We're so always much. a work in progress. If I was Tommy, I'd be mad. All right. Four, uh, 866-4D-HERBS. That is the number. Thank you, A.D. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, science says women, listen to this, guys, women get bored in bed faster than men. Mm, Bet you didn't know that. (laughs) We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, a recent study confirms that women have a tendency to get bored faster than men in a monogamous relationship. Sexologist Francois Renaud believes this happens uh, because of how society views and understands female sexuality. He warns that frequent sex isn't proof of satisfaction, so just doing it isn't a guarantee that it's good. So to keep everyone happy, this sexologist advises bringing as much variety as possible to the relationship and, of course, to the bedroom. He compares a couple sex... This is Francois talking. Keep going. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I'm almost finished. He compares a couple's sex life to a water park. If you always do the same slides, you end up bored. So there you go. Um, guys, uh, any suggestions of things, you know, that you can do to I don't know what he's saying. your bedroom life? So we supposed to get on the big slide? I don't know what he's saying either. You know what he's I'm, saying. But is he talking about different people? What, doing... No, no, he's shit. just saying, saying that he's he said this is a line. He says that frequent sex doesn't mean just because you do it a lot doesn't mean that you're satisfied all the time. For, but we ain't for doing women. it a lot. Mm-hmm. Doing what it a lot like? doesn't guarantee that it's good. Didn't I tell you when they started? I said, be careful with this time. Didn't y'all hear yeah. me say you that? Yeah, you, you I heard him you. from yeah, the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, he, he advises bringing as much variety as possible to the relationship. And I'm got sure to, to be, the bedroom. Got kids, got to be gone to school. Got to make sure we both here at the same time. Got to do this here, do this here. Hey, marriages work. No one said it was easy. Yeah. yeah. You got to put your business It's a two-way it. street. Yeah. Yes, I'm not, I'm not wasting that much time. All I have for six minutes. That ain't the, You good <laughs> while you ironing. While you ironing the uniform, we can knock this out. This, I'm not <laughs> wasting no time. Why you ironing? <laughs> Why you ironing, man? Hell. I promise you, I ain't from the waste your time. You'll have a lot of burnout. Can you get through with them uniforms? You through, I'm through. Let's go, man. You talking about the kids' uniforms? Okay, hold up. That's a quickie. What about foreplay and romance and getting her in the mood? What did Francois say? And getting her in the mood. He He said said, variety. Yeah. Well, that that was the the laundry room. That's different, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, hanging on to that hot ass iron. This got to be different. You Why burn. you got your elbows on that damn ironing board? <laughs> okay, y'all want to change it up? Let's get out on this patio and get to sweeping around. Now, we d- we're right out there. Ooh, that's romantic. Patio Tommy, furniture, Tommy, nice. Tommy, huh? do you have an attitude? Because it's not like you have an attitude yeah. about it. Nobody want to be with I just don't like Francois bringing up all this kind of stuff in the middle of people's relationships. It's I don't. just a survey, Tommy. It's yeah, just, he's just letting men know with women you gotta we get bored Tommy, faster. This, so this really variety. wasn't for you. Yeah. Let's get out there in that garage in the Bentley I bought. You. Let's get out <laughs> get out there in that. Frank <laughs> hey. open some of them doors up and let's play around. Do something. Hell. Yeah. You really think that's gonna do it? I got a I got a workbench in the in the garage. We ain't never worked on it. Let's work on that. <laughs> 
All it says is women have a tendency to get bored faster than men. They've told me that, and I didn't stop, so. <laughs> we got a, we got a peloton. What, I'm bored. I said, close your eyes. What, Junior? <laughs> I would give it. I'm not fit to quit now. <laughs> I'm bored. Well, then get some Rashada till we finish. <laughs> 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 Wait a minute. Have you, yeah, have you balanced your checkbook this week? <laughs> While it's happening, <laughs> get something to do. This is Thanks. not a usual thing. Yeah, I'm bored. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> this is not helping, guys. This is not Won't helping. Won't you do something new? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What the hell? Got a two, we got a $2,000 Peloton bike. Let's yeah. do something on that. <laughs> yeah, it's just sitting up there holding a clothes on it. Ain't about to sit on that damn bike. <laughs> now, you going through the house taking inventory yeah. on the luxury items. <laughs> on the things <laughs> you, you bought her. Too. That's crazy. Yeah. We can get on my pool table. That'd be nice. Something different. <laughs> something different. Yeah. Well, I'm she... up for something different, but you know what? We're going to have to do something different to do something different. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That made a lot of sense now if you listen to it right. We got to do something different to do something Steve, different. do you have any suggestions oh, oh. for men to no. spice up things for, for Tommy? Uh, particularly we got, we got, on this we got, show. We got a theater room. Let's, let's watch a, a, a movie naked. We ain't been in that together yet. <laughs> maybe she, maybe she's bored with all of that. Maybe it's how you're you Yeah, with all your aggression. You're, you're, you're a little aggressive, Tommy. <laughs> I'm aggressive right now with y'all because it's finally coming. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Get him, Tommy. I tell you what, you know, I, mean, I don't care about you being bored while I'm, I'm while I'm working. But I tell you what, it's a coloring book and these crayons on this nightstand. <laughs> you keep that just ready. See if that'll hold you over for these next five minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> I ain't gonna be long. You bored in here? They said we got a 400 thread count on these sheets. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and start? <laughs> Oh, you can just keep your Sorry. face on this sheet if you want to. Mm-hmm. You guys are missing it. It's romance. It's yeah. variety. Well, you know we what? trying. We got all this uh, stuff right. to do. Right, but you know, before you get bored, though. <laughs> you ain't say you nothing. Know, count the wood you... grain on that headboard. <laughs> you know how many stripes <laughs> you see. Yeah. See, you're making it all yeah. about yourself. Well, yeah. you know, whatever. Well, it kind of whatever. It, it kind of hurts when they say it while you working. I'm bored. Well, I got one line of Sudoku left. Put them numbers together for me, so I so, so I ain't got. To, I can't figure that last row out. We ain't romantic. You ain't been to Victoria's Secret in twelve years. Why we bring this up? We would never do it again. It's a study. study. People are talking about it. You want to study? Come to my house. You study a whole lot. I'll tell you what. Come by there this evening. I'm bored. Why don't you put the furry suit on like the lady the strawberry letter and see if that ain't going to spice things up in here then. You guys, really, this story has really upset you. Yeah. Surely, really, oh. they are upset. Yeah, no. They're going there. You yeah. pushed the button. Yeah. Really. You have yeah. any more suggestions? Steve? I don't have nothing. This is your show. Now, why you? I'm mad? coming, I think, as, I think I'm coming this... as the skunk, Pepe Le Poop. <laughs> I think well, he was we... romantic. Yeah, he was very romantic. That was the irony about that—a a romantic skunk. A skunk. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Put some more pressure on that. I think maybe we're, what, were your egos. 
no, crushed no. or something. We weren't trying to do that. All right, coming you up. You doing they biscuits in the month? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Huh? <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. I need to go out. Yeah, we'll, we'll go out and you guys cool off. We'll come right back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. Wow. Yeah, you guys were romantic. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so the ratings for the 91st Annual Academy Awards are in, and it looks like the hostless format worked, okay? The Oscars wow. got, yeah, 29.6 million total viewers, which is up 12% from last year when Jimmy Kimmel emceed the event. Uh, so, hmm, interesting, huh? They may decide to go without a host Next year as well. I wasn't really Who mad cares? at the uh, show. Yeah. It moved along. It wasn't. It yeah. moved well. Yeah. I thought it was going to be kind of whack, but it was all right. Yeah. It was okay. Some was people cool. said they needed a host, but, you know, a lot of people said It was they moments did. where, yeah. yeah, you could have. I was over it after Kevin. I was just like, whatever, you know, this mm-hmm. is crazy. But um, speaking of movies and, and the Oscars and everything, let me ask you this, especially you, Steve. Would you stay in one of the sets of your favorite horror movie overnight? All right. Stay on the set. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. For what? <laughs> All right. For instance, the iconic gas station from the 1974 movie, uh, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh-huh. Uh, they're offering fans the opportunity to dine. You can eat there. You can sleep there. Uh, the gas station is located in Bastrop, Texas, near Austin. Uh, it, it, oh, mm-hmm. you do? Okay. It's uh-huh. uh, it, it served as the filming location for the horror classic and is now a restaurant with four cabins available for, for, for uh, short-term rentals. What movie, horror, set, or home, <laughs> got to ask you this, Steve, would you like to uh, spend the night in or would you absolutely not spend the night? And I know your horror That's movie. That's the question. Yeah. Would you absolutely not do it? Uh, for what? For which movie? Which yeah, movie? which movie? I know Exorcist was your worst. Oh, okay. okay. Horror Hold on, I'm missing. So, what what movie would you like to spend the night in? Would yeah, you what, not? What horror set? Oh, set? oh yeah. we definitely ain't doing Exorcist. <laughs> You're not going in that bed. Oh, hell no. I'm not. I, where's the dough? And why why is it not crime tape? <laughs> no. Block me from going. That makes sense. Uh, I don't like Chainsaw Mask. I don't like none of them. I don't even like scary movies. But you really, really not going to have me up overnight? Yeah. 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 Man. But you know it's not real. Uh, That was a movie. It was a movie. It was a movie. Feel real. (laughs) Why are we out here? It depends on where you were in your life at that point. It depends on where you were in your life at that point. I can't watch them now, though. I don't like there's like no the way commercial. I can stay. No way I can stay at the Bates Motel. <gasps> no way. Oh, uh-uh. Take a shower. <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, remember the... Hellraiser? Remember that? You know oh, where I definitely ain't staying at. Where? Huh? Any of them cabins on Friday the 13th? I'm telling you. Oh. None of them cabins. Oh, ain't we outside? Jason. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> Jason. Nah. What about Freddy Krueger? Oh, I tell you some place I never stay. My aunt Agnes's house. That's scary. that's not a horror it movie. No movie. It is. Yes, it is. Y'all don't believe. know. It's a horror movie. She can't cook. She be walking around. All her step got creaks in it. Like spending the night in a damn horror movie. And her house stink. It's a horror movie the whole time you in there. Tell us how you really feel. 
Oh, God. <laughs> it says specifically a movie set, Steve. We said not real. A yeah. movie set. <laughs> no, that's it. My Aunt Agnes's house. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, shout out to Aunt Agnes, I guess. Mm. That's a girl. <laughs> All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. This crazy show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time to ask Steve. You ready, Steve? Yeah. All right, I'll I'll kick it off. Let me ask you this. What's the one thing that uh, you just love doing right now? I'm talking besides golf and, and smoking cigars and everything, but what makes you really happy right now? Uh, mm. my my yearly vacation. Okay. You look that forward vacation to it, huh? that my wife and I take every year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the most relaxing, rewarding. It's 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 our gift to ourselves for a year of labor. Not, nice and just nice. you two without the kids and and everything. Well, or? you know, we had the kids on it for a week last year, and it was really nice, man, because mm-hmm. my kids have have grown up, man. It was like amazing. They were talking about going to all these clubs. And every night they went, nah, we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and it was just nice to watch them grow up mm-hmm. in front of your face, you know. Yeah. And we had mm-hmm. some interesting conversations. We had some real, real conversations with each other. And so it was really nice. It was revealing. But that's my favorite thing to do. Okay. Carla? Hi. I got a question. So where do you go to think, Steve? You know, you're always mm. on. You're always working. You know. Uh, Radio, TV. It's a couple of things. Uh, out in the backyard, I have a special place in the backyard. I go to do some thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also, uh, I do my morning meditation at my desk mm-hmm. in my office every morning. I read my scriptures. I go over my motivational talks and phrases. And a girl at work gave me a Jesus is Calling leather-bound daily, you know, daily bread-type format. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, where you yeah, read like the yeah, mm-hmm. kind of devotional. She mm-hmm. gave me one yes. that was really, really helpful to me. And it's going on. And uh, there's a show coming up on the Steve Harvey show that's going to be very show. powerful. I had a woman on today who I had bought on as a gospel singer. Her name was uh, Denise, that Denaeus Pace from the original gospel group, the Pace oh, Sisters. Oh, the Pace Sisters. Uh-huh. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Uh, she was a special guest. And man, oh man, oh man. Uh, it was service. It was a it was, it was, it was, it was an service. incredible moment. It had nothing to do with the singing. Wow. Okay. Her and our conversation. God this sent her to me today. Oh, nice. He hmm. said, I even told her, I said, I know I'm supposed to be here to help you get your career started. I said, but you came here for me today. Very, what very nice. emotional interview. Wow. All right. Very emotional interview. All right. Junior, what yeah. you got? We're doing right. Ask Steve. Mm-hmm. All right, um, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, what is uh, your favorite word? Just a word you mm-hmm. know, okay. just love. Y'all going to answer that right after he said some religious stuff? I know. Stuff. Y'all talking about the Lord. Word? Just, just favorite word. You know, not, you not, not, not I know not that. Better not sit here and lie to him. Motivational word then. And oh, it, and, favorite. It, and it could be that too. <laughs> Well, we may need to get the beeper ready for the prank calls. Uh, well, you know what? Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess I don't know my favorite word. Say it. Yeah. 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 Say it. We'll be. You and Samuel Jackson got the same word. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know why you waiting. So oh long. no, oh no, man, that's not my favorite word. Not 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 the big thirteen letter one. No, that's mm-hmm. not my favorite word. It ain't even. Wow. Well, I've used it often, but it's not. Yeah. you've used it more What's than anything. Favorite? My favorite word. You really is not going to be. It's not for radio. He said, please. <laughs> All right, coming up, our last break of the day on this Wednesday hump day, and Steve will have some closing remarks for us right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, last break of the day, and uh, Steve is here to take us home and to finish your day out with some closing remarks. Let's go, Steve. Hey, let let me give you this thought uh, that'll help you out. Uh, About other people's opinions. Don't let other people's opinion determine your direction. Don't let other people's opinions affect your direction. Let let me explain something to you. They don't know. They actually do not know what's best for you. Most people don't. Even people who are well-meaning they just really don't know. The answer to your success lies really, I'm telling you, between you and the relationship you have with God. God is in the dream come true business. And whatever he puts in your imagination, that's what he had for you. We've covered this last week. But if you're going to allow people's opinion, other people's opinion, to affect your direction you are now being guided by some people other than you and God. What do they really know? Another thing about other people's opinion, you got to be careful of them because sometimes you need to look very closely at the person that's providing the opinion. Look at them. Some of them really, really shouldn't be in the advisory capacity. They really shouldn't, man. It's some people passing out advice in your life that ain't that ain't took their own advice. It's some people giving you advice who need to be advised. It's some people giving you advice that don't listen to nothing nobody else got to say. And their life is just an example of it. They are walking results of their of their opinion of themselves and 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 and, and, and their ability to follow directions. So you got to be careful when you're taking directions from other people because everybody don't mean well. They don't, even when they think they do. Man, how many times, man, in my life, man, have I let somebody give me an opinion about me? An opinion, which I should have never have listened to. You know, I, I say this all the time. I was watching, um, 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 Uh, Joel Osteen on TV. And he said, people's opinion of you is none of your business, nor should you make it yours. It doesn't matter what their opinion of you is. It just doesn't matter. Because God is in the come get you business. Let me tell you something, man. Wherever you are right now, I'm going to tell you a story I heard one time. It's called, it's like the Thomas and the Boat story. This man named Thomas one day was out on a boat by itself. It was a beautiful day. He was out there sailing on a boat. And a storm came up out of nowhere. And it capsized the boat. And he was way out and he was lost at sea. 
but he got lost and he got washed up on a deserted island. And so he got up, he woke up, he was shook up pretty bad and he found himself on this deserted island. He didn't know where his boat was or nothing. He was just sitting there because the boat had capsized. And so he's sitting there and so days went by. Days and days and days went by. He just out on this island, just trying to make it work. Running out of food, he can't get nobody's attention. He, he drawing notes in the sand and stuff, help, nothing. Planes going by, he don't, he waving, don't nobody see him, he just on this island. So weeks had went by, so he got kind of crafty. So he decided one day to build himself some shelter. Took some, some bamboo and some banana leaves and he built, you know, a little covering just for some shelter at night. And this is going along pretty good for a few days, but he's getting a little bit more and more depressed because nobody can find it. I mean, it ain't a boat going by or nothing. And he just started getting real down on himself because his predicament seems so unbelievable. So he made a fire like he do usually at night, and a wind came up. And when the wind came up, a couple of the sparks hit the shelter, these dried banana leaves and bamboo and caught it on fire. I mean, a horrible fire, it's just burning it down. It had been raining that night, man, and it started raining real bad, and he trying to stay warm, and all of a sudden, sparks catch hold of him. All of a sudden, his whole, his whole house, little hut, temporary shelter is on fire, and he just threw now. And he just going, God, where are you, man? I'm so, what are you doing to me now? I've been out here weeks. I can't get off this island. You don't hear me. And now you done burned down my shelter. I mean, it's just a fire just burning. And he's standing there, man, just complaining and telling God how he done forsaked him and he done forgot he was out here in all this trouble. Been out here all these weeks. Lord, where are you now? And all of a sudden he saw some flashlights. And he saw some people running up on shore. And he couldn't believe it, but some people had had found him and he said man I've been out here for weeks what what did y'all do how did y'all find me they said we saw your smoke signal that you sent up we just responded to your smoke signal he just dropped down and started crying because he thought God had forsaken him burn up his hut but see that disastrous moment right there turned out to be just what he needed, that smoke signal. Mm. And they saw that. What he thought was a disastrous fire, the one ship that was going by saw the flames and the smoke. Wow. And it rescued him. God is coming, man. Mm-hmm. Mm. No matter what anybody's opinion of you is, God is coming. No matter what they think, no matter how dark it seems for you, God is coming. He always is. Always Keep time. that in mind. Have a great weekend, y'all. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 